welcome to The Two Tones. It's episode 11, and there's nothing like breaking a drought, is there, Tone? da 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 da, da. <laughs> You're in great voice, Tony. There are blue skies over Icon Park as we speak. It's lovely to be alive, isn't it? It really is. There's a different feel about the place. I was talking to the lovely Cheryl, the gorgeous face that greets you as you enter Icon Park. Yes. And she said, oh, look, we're always happy here, but gee, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. And, you know, it was great to see Bryn Bolton uh, taking full advantage of the free coffees that were available downstairs today, Tony. Tell us about those free coffees. Uh, Well, Martin Shannon, the ground manager, very kindly uh, footed the tab for any uh, members of the playing fraternity and the staff that were hovering around the uh, Carlton Cafe around 9 o'clock this morning. So uh, the coffees that we're drinking as we speak, Tony, are all the more sweeter today, aren't they? It, it really is. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a delicious, invigorating nectar. <laughs> Much like victory itself, Tony. What an elixir it is, Tony. Now, where did you watch the game? I watched the game from home. Uh, you know, I, I had a, a prior commitment in Melbourne that I had to meet and I was, uh, you know, keeping my eye on the clock to make sure that I, I didn't miss a moment. Got home in time and, um, you know, it was a great sense about this game. We travel well to Perth. The, oh, boy, the yeah. boys historically do play well. This was always going to be a test. Admittedly, Fremantle are struggling yeah. and uh, they were, it has to be said, uh, uh, I guess, put out of balance a little bit as the game panned out with injury. Mm. However, that's a, uh, a tough place to win at any time. And um, might I say, I, I commend the Carlton supporters in Western Australia yes. that repeatedly turn out in support of their team. And I, I think when the whips were cracking, let, let's be honest, they were cracking all day. Mm. I mean, this was, this was tight, a tight contest. And it went down to the wire. But I think the support that the, the, the visiting Carlton team got uh, by the locals in Perth really... I think helped uh, will will each of them across the line for a, a meritorious and famous victory. Oh, it had to. I, there was a um, there was a shot at one stage. I was watching it in a dingy inner city pub, a pub where fun goes to dine occasionally. So do some of the locals there. <laughs> yeah. um, and there was a shot, uh, and it was just there was just a wall of blue. Yes. It was magnificent, yes. and that's got to that's got to mean something. Yes. And, but it was a. It was a torrid contest. It was. It was a torrid Titanic contest. You obviously weren't watching it from the Fitzroy, the North Fitzroy Arms, my host, Percy Jones, who had a few of the Carlton people in. Well, and they, they, was de- they were delirious, they Tony, were, down there. There was the singing of the song at the end. Um, I'll definitely be making that uh, the, the, the venue I go to next time. Um, th- there's so much to talk about in this game. Can I just kick off Mark Murphy? A wow. captain's game. What a, what an outstanding performance from the front by uh, Captain Murph. You know, I mean, he had what a dozen, a dozen stitches in the in the scone, and um, you know, would have. I don't think he's one that uh, necessarily relishes the thought of the protective head wear. Yeah. I think he would probably find the 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 item uncomfortable to wear. Mm. Uh, in saying that. Um, Geez, I'd love to see him wear it every week. Because he's, I mean, I know he, he puts his head in a lot of places, yeah. players by right shouldn't put their heads, but yeah. I, I think that sort of uh, really, that insurance really so, sort of even further aided a bit at his cause. And, um, you know, he's a, he's a short man that, you know, we know have, has taken the full brunt of everything oppositions have thrown at him mm-hmm. for the best part of a decade. And, you know, maybe he should consider wearing the, the helmet from here on in. However... He was just outstanding. Um, 
you know, I think he racked up something like 12 or 13 touches in the first quarter yeah. to really um, give the the visiting team, you know, a, a bit of an even chance. And, and I think that when you look back at the game, it did, you know, come down to the why, as we said. And yet that first quarter was terribly important because, you know, in, in making it a contest uh, early on the piece you're actually negating the the brunt of the uh, the partisan crowd you know that uh, become yeah, true, becomes yeah. a factor when the when the home team starts to gather a bit of momentum so yeah. that didn't happen and Carlton from Anna were locked into a struggle. Now, the other thing I'd like to say about this, Tony, is that Frio have prided itself on contested possession for a long, long, long time, yes. and yet Carlton prevailed, you know, um, to a man, and I'd have to say beat Frio at its own game, you know, and that, that was what was so pleasing. You know, in the tiding contest, I think of, you know, Cripps particularly, uh, as the game went on, really making an impression, and uh, it seemed to uh, be... Um, uh, a, a trait that was, you know, taken to, to heart by every Carlton yeah. player out there, yeah. and I think every contest was so hard fought and hard won. Um, this was a, a a win built on 100 minutes of footy. Uh, it's the first time we've played 100 minutes of footy mm. this year, and the result has that we all wanted has come as a as a consequence. So, all power to Mark Murphy and the players, Tone. Just on that tone, and just to. Something you were saying before. I want to relay this exchange from Talking Carlton. My ritual is to go win, lose, or draw. Go to go to this website um, of uh, let's say prognosticators. Gee, you're a glutton for punishment. I really am, but it's always fun to go, especially after a win. And there's always somebody who tries to hose it down. And, and there was a poster who said, "Perspective, please, ladies and gents. No Sanderlands. Mundy Fife, who was injured, and Ballantyne injured as well." The retort was thus from another poster. I thought the perspective was that they have been the team with the highest win-loss ratio in the AFL in the past three years. This is Frio. And they played off in a prelim last year. Plus in WA, they are a six-goal better team. On their best days in 2015, without those four players, they would still beat us by 10 goals on their home ground. We are bottom of the ladder, a team who played on sheer guts and a poorly functioning forward 50. That is perspective. And that sounds like it has your paws written all over it, Tony. Oh, was that something <laughs> no, that you just no, flicked out no, uh, in, a, in a moment's madness after the game? No, but, well, I, but, I, but I just thought, you know, let's just take this win for what it was. You said 100 minutes of dogged, honest football. Very, very true. And, and uh, you know, as I say, beating Freo at its own game. And I, I think we prevailed too as the game went on. You know, we seemed to find a yard. And, I, th- I you know, without... I can't second guess what Brendan Bolton said to the players at three-quarter time. Mm. But, the, you know, the spirits must have been high. You know, they, yeah. they, they thought, we can do this. And and to a man, they, 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 they will themselves across the line, as I said, into a, a famous victory. But, you know, you mentioned Murphy... Um, tone a bit earlier. There were so many heroes to this. You know, yes. um, uh, I, I made a couple of notes just uh, reflecting on the game. Now, Kieran Byrne, um, Kieran Byrne actually survived a, a pretty big head knock, I think, with Walters. It seems to be like a weekly um, occurrence almost, well, he, with, he, when he, he does play that. He, is. he yeah. plays with, you know, with Gay Bennon, as they say, and yeah. um, lo- a lovely attacking player, really sort of sitting. Carlton up from the, the, the back half and uh, I was just, I made a note of, you know, our defence, you know you've got Byrne, you've got Tui, Weedering Sam Doherty who who seems to thrive on the uh, 
on the uh, the challenge. Oh. And, and, of course, Simo probably in career-best form. Yeah. I think what Bolton's doing there is developing, you know... OK, Simo's perhaps getting towards the end, which is a shame, but I think Bolton is developing the nucleus of a really great defensive half of the Carlton Football yeah. Club. And and you can see that this is a work in progress and, and it's like a piece of the, of the jigsaw puzzle being put into place. And as time goes on, you know, another piece goes in... And what you're seeing is uh, 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 the development of a, a, a solid, hardcore group of players mm. that um, you know are going to be in the contest from the first bounce to the last. Yeah. And, and I think that's what is so admirable to see in these players, the way they, they just hang in and hang in. Um, of course, with age and experience, um, four-quarter performances are going to uh, become more commonplace mm. and, I, and I just think that uh, for any current supporters watching on how could you not be excited with with what you're seeing in terms of the development of this team under Brendan Bolton yes it's a it's a journey of a thousand miles not a single step uh, um, the inability to actually put the opponent to the sword there was you know missed chances in the last quarter there well you've got Levi's failure to dish off to Bucks which was uh, which is going to make for some interesting um Match review stuff. Yes, at, uh, yes. At the and then the, this the, week. the Gibbs decision to, to play on yeah, and fluff yeah. that kick in the yes. second quarter. When you're sitting there watching Tony, and I, I, I don't know if you felt this way, but I remember sitting there and seeing that you know that the Gibbs one, the Casbolt era, and thinking to myself, you know, these they come back to haunt. You yeah, know, these are going to come back to haunt, and and it, and it's in the forefront of your mind as you if you're a spectator watching on, you feel that way. You must think that also if you're a player out there and you know you get, you're busting a gut to get the ball up front and having these these yeah. golden chances yes. frittered away and it, it must play on the psyche. Uh, so that that was a, a constantly a constant you know reoccurrence in in my mind yeah. actually watching the game that these are chances that ultimately will cost Carlton dearly. However, they still found a way and you know mentioning Gibbs, you know for Gibbs to um, Come back with that magnificent goal in oh, the last quarter. Yeah. You know, well, that, that, uh, but, that well and truly paid for that earlier, Sid. <laughs> yes, it did. He's uh, what, what I found odd about that. His kicking style. He looked at the ball the whole way through. It wasn't his head wasn't up looking at the goals. He looked down at the ball. Yes. So he was as surprised as anybody yes. when he saw the ball sail through, and then reacted with two fists in the air, like he just negotiated an end to the Syrian civil war. <laughs> he, he had <laughs> that kind of yeah, and and and, and yet he, there was no uh, jubilation on his face. And I looked at that. I remember the moment, you know, and, and it, to me it looked like relief. Yeah, it was relief. It, you know, it must have been a tremendous this amount of pressure on him, you know, mm. and on the team collectively that moment in the game, uh, cometh here, cometh the man, you know, he, he stood up. And that's, that's, you know, when we look at that game, you know, the players that stood up at vital moments, even players like Gibbs that might have been down for a period, you know, you, you look at, um, at Liam Jones. Liam Jones, You yes. know, was, was, was character assassinated probably about a minute before yes. he, he took that big grab in the last yeah. quarter, the first well, of those two marks. Well, I was thinking there was a man in the late 80s called Jesus Jones. Yes. And I found myself quoting the name Jesus Jones any time Liam went near the ball. <laughs> and it was out of sheer frustration. But he uh, he grabbed it yes. and converted. And he did. And he did. And I was pr- referring to his Percy Jones person uh, myself. <laughs> but, uh, however, um, you know, there's, there's a classic example of a player... 
a, mu- a much maligned player, it has to be yeah, said. Yeah. Been down for a long time, you know, um, and was down in the game for a long time. But it just goes to show, if you hang in and hang in, mm. if you're hanging long enough, it's going to turn around. And um, all power to him for, for um, you know, uh, delivering when it was most needed. Uh, but, but, you know... Can I, th- can I just mention Ed Kernow, who, yes. again, is one of those players... Well, the Kernow DNA has been very kind to Carlton of late. But, it, like, just watching his effort and commitment, this is a player who's played under a couple of coaches now and just seems to... He's totally bought into the game plan, and that is, you know, dogged, persistent, running... Tackling, being accountable. Yes, he's right on board with that. And and I think when you when you point out a player like Kudo and you think about it, and you think about you know Wright and the, all, all these fellows from GWS that are, yeah, have who been are so magnificent, they come and, here and they're they're ready to go. Well, that's right. The the word that to me is the thread for all of them is honesty. Yeah, you know, all these guys are honest, and you know that that when they go out onto the ground, you're going to get honesty of performance from them. That's all you could ask at the end of the day. Mm. You know, we, we lament the you know the 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 fluffed kicks to position and the and the errant goal kicking. Um, you know, finishing off. But at the end of the day, it, it, as long as the players are having a crack and, and continuing to try and, and and better themselves, you really can't ask for anything more. And and I think as time goes on and Bolton fine tunes this list, we're going to see the polish come into this team. Yeah. Uh, but we know we, we've got honesty, and that's. That's a fair head start. Let's talk about the forward line um, just quickly. Daisy kicking three was magnificent. There was a beautiful set shot from oh, the that forward was a pocket. Goal. That was a magnificent kick. Absolutely he glorious He sharked goal. another one that just you know relied on nothing more than football smarts. That's it. And I've been banging on about this for a while now that they had to play him forward because he's, he's a smart player and yeah. he has creativity. And, and we've struggled to find goals this year, with no doubt about it. And in a, in a low-scoring contest... These are the players that stand up at critical moments mm. to give Carlton what turned out to be that match-winning advantage. And uh, Thomas is such a smart player, and he and he's good in in closing around goals. And and I I think he he would be a handful for for most yeah. defenders playing you know uh, playing up front. Um, so there was another classic example of a player that had really um, that had been under a fair bit of duress. You know, yeah. we, we haven't seen his best at Carlton. It has to be said. But um, has hung in and hung in and hung in and, and all power to him for um, contributing three big goals in a, in a very low-scoring game. It was, uh, look, one for the ages. Um, I know I griped about the umpiring last week. I thought the umpiring was pretty good against Freo. There was what I liked. With the, you had umpiring, the umpires that said, I will step away from the contest and I will just let the ball, I'll, let, I'll just let it flow. Yes. And there were some great moments of that where... You thought the umpires could intrude, they could impose themselves on it, but they hung back, and we as spectators got a great tussle as oh, a result. Very, very true. And, and it's, there's been a comment made already uh, this week, Tony, about the um, the decision of the lawmakers to you know the, to reduce the interchange rotations, mm. which means that you know in the second half the games are really opening up, and what we're seeing a really terrific contest. Not only the you know the Carlton from game, which admittedly was down in terms of you know, skill and finesse. Yeah. But we are seeing great finishes as games open up and players, have, you know, suddenly have given, have given a little bit more space to ply their craft. And um, I think it's good for footy that this is actually happening. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was great all round. Well, we'd, we'd now face the onerous task um, of uh, giving our votes. 
Yes. And uh, I'm going to go over to you, Tone. Um, All right. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Well, we, we mentioned, and it was hard to, you know, really uh, distinguish. There were so many good players, you know, and can I just, before I give the votes, Tone, we, we didn't mention Matthew Wright, that, that oh, magnificent yes. bit of yes. play, you know, to, to smother that kick and then, yeah. you know, somehow weave around a, 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 a circle of Frio players to feed the ball to Mark Murphy. It, that was... That, that was, was magnificent. That was magnificent. And, and, and you wonder if the great Earl Spaulding was watching that one and there were shades of the 95 grand final well, and the great smother. very true. I know Dorrit was watching. Uh, Luca Ganana, our, our producer, mentioned that, that John Dorotich was calling the game for 774. How good's that? And was in the rooms after the game. Awesome. Uh, great to see. And how heartened he must have been to see that his team get over the line in his hometown. The votes. Tony, I went with, uh, after some consideration, you mentioned Daisy. Yep. I, I gave Dale Thomas... A vote for the three big goals yes. in a game where goals yeah. were hard to come by, and, and good on him. He's been under a fair bit of uh, duress. Patrick Cripps, uh, the extractor, you know, yeah. particularly the second half, you know, where where he, he really, I thought, took control in close. Uh, an amazing game, and three votes. The little big man, Captain Courageous, Mark yeah. Murphy, couldn't go past him for for uh, best on ground. Tremendous. Yeah, um, do you know what? I'm just going to endorse that because there's there's just no point otherwise. Um, there were so many good players. There, there really were. Yeah, I I was definitely going to go three to Murph and one to to Daisy and uh, why on earth not to um, to the, the Crippler. Crippler. Yes, indeed. Uh, but look, there are, as you say, there were so many other um, notable contributions, um, and it was just. Uh, if you haven't gone to the Carlton website, go there now to see the singing of the song in the rooms afterwards. It is uh, it's a magnificent bit of footage. It, it is a sight to behold, although I tell you this, there's probably about a dozen blokes that probably need a, a fairly quick crash course yes. on the lyrics to Lily of Laguna. <laughs> I, I was watching Ed Curnow and he, he, he wasn't lip-syncing too well at all. I, I thought of Millie Vanilli when I was watching it. He was just... There was a bit of head down. down. <laughs> Well, anyway, he's hoping there's plenty <laughs> of other opportunities absolutely, in the offing. Absolutely, absolutely. It was to, a hell of a uh, waste of Gatorade. How, well, how many players there would have been singing it for the there first time? There was nine, apparently. Apparently there was nine in there. Nine, eight or nine Carlton players had yeah. not pl- represent their club in victory that were in that huddle. And someone made the point, that, well, that, that's almost more inside the huddle than yeah. in the circle. Um, so that's phenomenal, isn't it? Probably tells you a little fair bit about Carlton's recent history, you mm. know, where, where this team is coming back from. You know, we, we're coming from a long way back. This, is, this has been a long time. And, um, but for all that, for, you know, a lot of us have suffered. You know, we, we've seen good times. At least some of the older people, we've seen good times, but a lot of us have been through this hellish period. Yeah. You know, it's coming up to the worst period in Carlton history. It's not quite there. 23 years it took between premierships 15 to 1938. Ah. So we're not quite there, but we're nearly there. And it's been too long. And this, We're talking a generation of, of Carlton people that have not seen success. And I, I think that's why this is so exciting. You know, there's a long way to go. We understand that. But I think we're on the cusp of a, of a new era. And, you know, when we look back in time, maybe this is the, the, the game that we see as the, the turning point where it all began for Brendan Bolton and his group of players into 2016 and beyond. Keep an eye too. That's a great point, Tone. Keep an eye too. It's always uh, it's always a, a good idea to go and get the match reports from the twos and to see who's coming up and developing nicely there. And there is 
there's a system in place. We saw the game plan against Frio. The game plan seems to be gelling. There is a broad whole of organisation, as you've just mentioned, Tone, um, improvement. That's what Brendan Bolton has wrought. And uh, and it's just, this is a great time to get behind the club. It is indeed. And when you think about it, Bolton's probably had, what, barely six months in the chair. Mm. You think of what... Of, how much has been achieved in that period of time? You know, he probably would tell you that he would have loved another 12 or 18 months yeah. to get this team ready for 2016. But in saying that, I mean, the fact that Cartless got over the line against Fremantle in Perth five games in uh, to the new the tenure of a new coach... Nobody would have picked that's, that. Uh, that's, that's phenomenal. Like, and you, you think of the improvement uh, holistically mm. across the board. We're not just talking the team. You know, we're talking the whole place. Um, it, it's it's phenomenal, and um, it's a it's a great place to be at the moment. And I I think I really think the count is on the way. You know, I, I certainly hope it is. How lusty will the rendition of the club theme song be, if and when we get over the top of Essendon next week? They were beaten by eleven goals thereabouts by Collingwood. Yes. Um, how do you see that match panning out? It is, I'll just give you the times. 1st of May, 3.20pm, Carlton v Essendon, that's Sunday. Yes. Uh, it is May Day. A May Day Sunday, it is yes, too. Yes, indeed. It so if you've got time, um, you know, you come from Red Square where you've seen the pride of the Soviet military, um, you <laughs> take up your membership seat and, uh, and hopefully see, uh, well, a good, honest match with Carlton prevailing. Well, we're up against the red shirts too, Yes, aren't we? we are too. Uh, yes, indeed, let's Tony. smash them. So let's smash them. I, I was a little bit perturbed watching that first half of the Anzac Day game against Collingwood and thinking how uh, lamentable Leston was in that first half and just thinking ahead, you know, how souped up they're going to be to atone for that mm. pretty abysmal performance. So... The Carlton players will need to be on their metal, you know, uh, really. Uh, they, they're going to get challenged by a desperate opponent that, yeah. that uh, uh, would love nothing better than to take Carlton out, um, you know, um, next week. So uh, I just hope the players understand the, the significance of this win, you know, the importance of backing up, you know, what was a, a successful outing in, in Perth. Mm. Uh, Realise that, you know, the most important game is the next game ahead. You know, not uh, we can't look behind or dwell for too long. So uh, looking forward to it, Tony. And, um, yes, it's, uh, it's going to be uh, all roads leading the MCG Sunday afternoon. Definitely. Uh, I will be there. Um, now, um, Tone, uh, four champions this Friday night go into the Carlton Football Club's Hall of Fame. Scott Camperali. Yes, who I understand is making the uh, the trek across from uh, his native South Australia to be there uh, on the big night. Who else have we got? Milam Hanna. Awesome. Um, the cranium will be in the house. Ian Robertson, three-time premiership player at Carlton. Um, he's a great player, Ian Robertson. Wingman, uh, prodigious kick, yeah. uh, drop kicks, punt, you name it. He was, he was the master at it. And Jack Rout, the late Jack Rout, will be represented by his son. Jack Rout, a great player. We talked about the drought-breaking premiership of 38. He was there. Uh, and he was also a long-time chairman of selectors. Uh, the man that kept Ron Barassi at bay, the, the, the bull in the china shop, um, through the 1960s, that great golden era of Carlton history. So all those uh, men will be honoured. Uh, at the Athenaeum Theatre, Tony, a lovely venue. Uh, last time I was in the Athenaeum, I think I saw Dr Zhivago on the big <laughs> screen. Really? It's been a while. Wow. But, however, um, it'll be a great night and uh, every Carlton 
supporter worth his or her salt should get down there Friday night. Um, we're celebrating um, a big win uh, in Perth and we're moving on to the, the Eston game. So it'll be a great air of anticipation in the room. And, of course, there will be a legend elevated uh, from the Hall of Fame also. So We won't say who. We won't say who. We'll find out on the night. We will find out on the night. And what we can say is that legend will be in the room. Awesome, and um, is thoroughly deserving of the status. Very true. Uh, so to witness a special evening in Carlton's history, purchase your tickets today via carltonfc.com.au. They are, as Dame Edna would say, affordable tickets. Yes, they are they indeed. Are. $70, $70. So we, 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 the club has tried to keep it in the uh, within the price range of most uh, supporters, members of supporters. So... If you're a Carlton supporter worth your salt, as I said, get down there and uh, be part of a, an historic night for the Carlton Football Club. It will be a great night. Get on down there. Uh, go Blues. A great go week. Blues. A great week. And we look forward to having uh, a conversation in a similar vein next week for the two times. Keep the lid on it. Listener.